rabbit with a waistcoat and a wand. Oh, my fear and whiskies. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. Now, this is curious. What could a rabbit possibly be late for? Please, sir. I'm late, I'm late for a very important date. No time to say hello, goodbye. I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. It must be awfully important, like a party or something. Mr. Rabbit, wait! No, 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 I'm overdue. I'm really in a stew. No time to say goodbye. Hello, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. My, what a peculiar place to have a party. You know, Dino, we really shouldn't <coughs> be doing this. After all, we haven't been invited. And curiosity often leads to trouble. Oh, 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 oh. Goodbye, Dinah. Goodbye. What kind of trouble can we get into this week on the Home Record Podcast as we also go down the rabbit hole and talk about looking glass technology? Hello, everybody, and welcome. I am. The Golden Greek Alex Aaron, and I'm joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, amazing, gorgeous trophy wife, Monique. How are you this week? Well, hello. I am well, thank you. How are you? I'm doing all right. I'm excited to talk about this week's topic because it's one of those crazy, out there kind of conspiracy theories, and yeah, it's just something that's always interested me and fascinated me, the, the whole concept of looking glass technology and whether or not it exists or not does it exist that's what we're going to talk about i guess and try to figure it out i mean anything we say it's it's all stuff that we've seen online the internet has ruined everybody (laughs) because there's so much stuff on the internet there's so many different things it's crazy, but this is one, again, like I said earlier, it's captured my imagination. Do you mind telling everybody what looking glass technology is to get us started? Well, from my research, it's basically this man-made portal that allows people to look into what something Wait, is- it's a portal? Isn't it a physical thing it is but it creates a portal to look at where some people think they're seeing the future some people think they're seeing multiple dimensions with multiple outcomes of the future there's different beliefs on what they're actually seeing but the theory and thought is they use this device to create a portal where they can look into be it the future or another dimension or multiple possible futures Can they look into the past? Well, (laughs) again, it's like, okay, let's really jump down this rabbit hole. Yeah, let's go nuts. Let's go crazy with it. So from what I've read, there's all these different theories that some people believe that this, this technology isn't used to actually see the future per se. It's used to transmit information to the past about what has happened in the future. So it's almost like a backwards kind of going, instead of going clockwise, it goes counterclockwise. So it's still the future. You're allowing people to see the future, but it's just in reverse. So what you're saying is if you and I had this technology and we were looking at it right now, we could take something that we saw and send it back? Yes. Back to to the the past 
say to ourselves in the past so that we could avoid Cha- doing something or, or change something change something okay now there's how does that work have, have you, in your research how does that work so you see something but how do you send the information back one of the things i read was about like mirrors and trying to get the light to travel immediately like the same way in reverse instead of bouncing off at different degree angles. So it might have something to do that. But when I was doing all this reading, I just remember thinking, I really wish, wish Michio Kaku was here to explain all this to me like I was five because some of it was just over my head. I'll admit it. I was like, I don't understand this. I, I kind of grasp some of what they're saying, but some of it, I just have no idea. They get really technical. Yeah, they do get very technical on some of these different websites that oh, yeah. we went on in, in our in our research for this. I can't even begin to explain it. I, I've i never been a technical is, is person. Is that why you went far- to me to try to explain it? Of course. Well, it's a, it's, Have my wife hey, sound like the idiot. <laughs> not at all. But is this not the Home Record podcast where there's two people that are on the show? I, I didn't want to monopolize the conversation as all. Well. Oh, because... Before we started recording, I had said to him earlier, all right, when we talk about this, you explain everything about it because I don't think I'll be able to. And I threw you for a loop, didn't you I? You did. Oh, well, so you, if we you had looking fine, glass technology, I'd be able to show myself, tech, in theory, what you did and I'd be better prepared. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. It's a, yeah okay. One theory of using it. One. Yeah. All right. I don't know about you, but everything that I looked at, it seemed to be from one or two sources. And it seemed like every site I looked at was essentially regurgitating the same information. That was okay. So this was the weirdest thing about it. We went to multiple sites. And one of the things I picked up on was they all refer to other sites. And those sites refer to other sites. They're all referring to each other. So I'm wondering, where are they actually getting this information from? And could it possibly be disinformation? Or misinformation? Or... Just all a bunch of hogwash. Well, it's like if if one website is saying, oh, we got our information from this place and that place is saying, oh, we got it from the place that's saying they got it from us. Like, where is where is it coming from? Right. Well, and there's there's a there's there's lots of conspiracy theories out there that it's just the government that puts all this stuff out there just to confuse people, throw people off the scent of Mm -hmm. the real thing and whatever we could. Again, that's another rabbit hole to go down, but we're not going to we're not talking about that. So. The, the thing that I noticed was there was two interviews that seemed to be referenced. Two specific two people. Two specific people and All two the information interviews. comes from. Yeah. And, and so one of them was uh, uh, Bill Hamilton from the Project Camelot website. Mm-hmm. And what's always referenced is his interview with Dan Burish, who is an alleged government whistleblower, a scientist who was at Area 51, who talked to the supposed... Uh, captive aliens that that were captured when the UFO allegedly crashed back in Roswell back in the 40s. That's that's who most of this stuff comes from, is from these two sources, from what I could see. I did see Bob Lazar pop up. Bob Lazar popped up as well. A couple times. And I'm kind of weary about anything having to do with him just because... I look at it as anything that's become mainstream, like Bob Lazar, especially now, I, I kind of question it. Mm. Like, why is it mainstream? Why is this being pushed? Any, anybody, that, anybody that's been on Joe Rogan in the last two years, I question, okay? <laughs> because uh, 
he he's completely changed from questioning everything to just kind of going along with whatever people say on his show. So, yeah, anyway, uh, Bob Lazar, I question, but he also has talked about this technology that was supposedly at Area 51 when he supposedly worked there. Now, there are some people who say that it was weird. Like when I was reading it, the explanation almost like Terminator, like you go back and you keep you use the technology to keep going back and changing things until you get it right. Yeah, I I I I'd read that too. Uh, I'm trying to remember. And that one, th- like this was the only like this one website I was reading, and um, it, it was just bizarre because it was like they weren't referencing much of anything. They kind of disagreed with it all. I think it was their own theory of it, but it's just so interesting to like read different people and their theories. Yeah. And at least like with people who aren't citing, oh, you know, our information came from this one place. It's like, okay, like people are actually thinking, where are they getting their information from? They're using their imagination. I don't know. I find it a little bit more interesting, I guess. Yeah. And basically where this all started was Father Francois Brun was a, a father, a priest, and he wrote a book. Now, I'm going to try to pronounce the name because it's in French, but the book was titled Le Nouveau Mystère du Vatican. The Mystery of the Vatican. Is that what it means? Okay. Well, this was a book written by this priest, and he said that Pellegrino Ernetti built a looking glass. So one of the one of the members of the church, I, I, it doesn't say if this was a, a priest as well or what, but the, the gentleman's name was Pellegrino Ernetti, and he developed this technology, this mm-hmm. looking glass technology, and they called it a chronovisor. Now, chronovisor has come up in other time travel tales of the internet, if you will. Andrew Bashago was a guy who claimed to be a part of the government's time travel project Pegasus. He also said that he referenced chronovisor technology. So this is the first time it's come out in any kind of literature or anything like that. And that book was written back in the late 1800s. So according to this, uh, to Father Brun, this technology has been around for over 100 years. How did he explain the technology? Essentially, it was it was built. It was a couple of cylinders that were built using electromagnetics, and you could, according to him, what uh, Pellegrino Ernetti said was that you could look into the past with his technology, and he claimed to have witnessed the crucifixion of Christ and all kinds of other historical things. This is what this guy claimed who built this. Well, that's what a lot of the research now that I find is talking about. There's these, a cylinder and electromagnets placed all around. And then they also talk about the use of argon, argon gas, which is an inert gas, which kind of makes sense because if you have anything with like electricity going on, it creates an arc. You don't want anything flammable and inert gases stop explosions from happening. So, okay, that makes sense. So it's just interesting because I thought maybe it was something different that he was talking about, but it all sounds like it stems from the same thing. Yeah, it all seems to come. That's why, again, it's, it's, I question, like, how is there some truth to some of this? Because you can't believe that any one of these stories is 100% accurate. I, I personally can't believe that. 
but it seems like there's a lot of similarities. Whether or not that's by design, I don't know. But Andrew Bisciago, the guy that I that I mentioned before, who said that he was part of the DARPA, it was DARPA that developed this technology and that was running Project Pegasus. The way he described the chronovisor technology was essentially it was a tool that was said to create interactive holographic simulations of places in time. That's how he described it. But I've also heard interviews of him saying that he could actually be sent back in time. And, and this guy's story is fascinating. We, we could do a whole episode just on him alone, but he claims to have gone back and witnessed the Gettysburg Address. Now, that is something else that I saw. It talks about stargates and teleportation, essentially, where this device can transport a person or an object and yeah. you create the... De- you. Um, enter the destination you want them to go to. But what I also read is many people died trying to do it as well. Like, okay, let's go put this person in and they didn't make it. Yes. So it's just curious because it makes me wonder what is it really? Or are there two different things they're talking about? Is there a teleportation device where you can travel in time and then a separate looking glass type, like a of like object. a looking glass that you can look through, that like you something can that see you can, things, and then you can go into a different device and send them back in yes. time, kind of thing. Yeah, like a Stargate. Who knows? Who knows? Allegedly, the 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 conspiracy theory is that the whole reason we went into Iraq back in two thousand three wasn't for oil, it wasn't for terrorism, it wasn't for any of that. It was because. There was Stargate technology there, and that was the whole reason our government went and that we went, we got it, we confiscated it, and that was the whole reason behind the war. That's that's a popular conspiracy theory that's out there. I could see that. Whether or not that's true, who knows? Who knows? Who knows if any of this is true? It could all just be completely made up, coming from the minds of and imaginations of people that work in the CIA that just mm-hmm. plant this stuff on the internet just to make everybody talk and it go nuts. It makes you wonder if... They're planting this information that seems wild and crazy. Yeah. It makes you wonder, then what are they really doing? What are they putting this information in the way to cover up? Yeah. I mean, there's a, there's a million different theories. Everybody can have their own belief and, and their own theory behind why it gets done, if that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. I tend to believe that a lot of the information out there, of course, is put out there on purpose to muddy the water, so to speak. You don't put want- a positive spin on it, though. At least it's interesting. <laughs> Oh, it's entertaining as hell. Like yeah. I said, you go down the rabbit hole. There's so many different theories. There's so many different... If you want to go down the YouTube rabbit hole and go on YouTube and watch different videos about this stuff, you could get lost for literally days if, mm-hmm. if you wanted to. You, I mean, it, such a time suck. Such a time suck. There's so much stuff out there. And like I said, everybody's got their own different spin on it and their own different theory of what this stuff could be. I was just thinking about... Lewis Carroll, Alice in Wonderland, The Looking Glass. And it just made me think about in in the mirror, the reflection, it's not what's really there. It's different. It's, And it makes me think of the, like if they call it Project Looking Glass, it just makes me think, what are they really seeing though? And can they trust what they really see? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's and if it's looking a multi- at. And if it's a different dimension of sorts... Maybe it's laying out all the possibilities of what could happen, but it, it's just kind of, can you really trust it? That was, speaking to that, m- multiple possibilities and things like that. 
one of the things uh, that (laughs) this is a popular theory that's kind of creeping up, coming up now. We're not going to get into it, but QAnon. You've you've heard of Q and QAnon and that whole conspiracy theory and that whole deal. And one of the, I guess he's mentioned Project Looking Glass on his various 8chan posts. And if you don't know what QAnon is, look into it. It's pretty interesting. I don't know either way what whether it's true or not or whatever. But again, it's fascinating. Just, it's just interesting the way it's all been done. If it's a if it's a hoax and a big role play, it's fascinating. But anyway, it's been mentioned on there. And one of the popular theories is that the reason that Donald Trump, President Trump, has been able to withstand all of the the different fastballs that have been thrown at him during the uh, his presidency from the Democratic Party and from the media and everything else is because his administration has control of this technology. So he can look at all the different possible, or not him, but his team, whoever, can look into all the different possibilities and things that could happen. And that's why they're ready for everything that gets thrown at them. Because look at it, whether you like the guy or not, it doesn't matter. I, I'm not, I'm not going to give an opinion either way, but whether you like the guy or not, how in the hell, how has he been able to withstand all of the stuff that's happened to his administration? Every time they think, oh, we got him now, we got him now, and somehow he gets out of it. How has that happened? So that's one of the theories is that they have this technology and they can look in and see all of the different possibilities and things that could happen and they prepare with contingency plans for all these different various possibilities and what if scenarios but couldn't you just stop and think about all the possibilities and what if scenarios and prepare for it anyway you could absolutely but in theory if you had this type of technology wouldn't it be easier to just look and see and watch these scenarios played out for you in theory i guess so that's yeah, obviously. I'm just saying that, like, it, that's me, why this is a I conspiracy theory. Like, before I have a conversation, I try to think of like, okay, all the possibilities. Yeah, that but you're not. Gonna, it doesn't matter you. how thorough you think you are. You're not going to think of every possibility. But you're not going to think if, of if every you're scenario. With predictable people. It's if if you're dealing with predictable people, but people are unpredictable by nature. Even if you think you can predict what they're thinking or what they're going to do, they can surprise you. That's people. That, I mean, it doesn't matter. But anyway, getting back on track, that was one of the theories that that's why Trump is able to basically dodge all the bullets that are getting shot at him left and right day by day to day and why he's as successful as a president as he is. Meaning, and when I say successful, whether you agree with the politics or not, the fact that he's still in office, we're just going to keep it there because like I said, I'm not getting into politics on this show. But the fact that he's still in office is because him and his team have this technology and they've been able to utilize it to see all the different scenarios and all the different ways to respond to all the all the different curveballs that get thrown at them i guess so i would i would think that maybe having that technology he could try to prevent some of these things from coming up as well so well maybe he has maybe we don't know if if this is a a, a, a true thing if this theory is actually what's going on maybe there's been stuff that he has prevented from coming out from happening because they have the technology maybe the stuff that we're seeing is just the tamest of it all who knows right i guess so (laughs) i mean mean, think about it and before anybody gets all crazy and says oh trump blah 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 trump's grandfather 
was actually he worked for the for the government. He was a physicist, and he's the one that actually went and collected all of Nikola Tesla's notes and all his experiments, and he collected them all when Tesla died. So there's a tie in there. Now, whether or not their looking glass technology exists or not, there is a possibility that maybe Trump or the government has this time travel or looking glass technology because Tesla was working on all this kind of stuff. So he's got the notes well, or the government has his notes. Well, one other thing just on the Trump subject that I've heard before, but there's, I believe it's a book. Um, kind of about the adventures of Baron Trump. Yes. Yeah. It's um, like the late 1800s. Yeah. About a, a boy, Baron Trump. Yeah. And he discovers underground civilizations before coming back to back home at Castle Trump on Fifth Avenue. So that's. Which is where Trump. Yeah. Tower was in yeah, New York Trump, City. Yeah. Right? It's like the same address. So and it's and, just and his confidant was the Don. Yes. That's right. <laughs> yeah. There's, yes. there's weird stuff there. A lot of weird stuff. Yes. Weird it's coincidences. Just interesting. Yeah. Um, which maybe he read that book when he was younger, and that's why he put the tower where it is, and maybe that's why he named his son Baron. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. This, it's just a pretty interesting coincidence. He though. loves to mess with people, right? Yeah. I mean, geez, look at the guy. He's King Troll, whether you like him true, or not. King very Troll. True. One of the websites that I went to thelivingmoon.com they talk about area 51 they talk about area s4 which is also known as alice's floor and really yeah is that what it's called it's called alice's quote unquote alice's floor and the teleportation device they put it as the um, einstein rosenbridge and then they have the looking glass. So that one's for teleportation. Then for actually- You're going all over the place. Slow down. Whoa. Okay. So Alice's what? Floor? Alice's floor. Okay. What's and on, on Al- that? That's what's what I'm there? saying. They okay. talk about having the teleportation device. Which is called what? The Einstein Rosenbridge. That's what the device is called. Yes. So this teleports people? Yes. So this is not looking glass technology. No, because then the looking glass device is separate. Okay. One of the weird things is they're talking about different parts of that floor and it mentions the origin of the P5 Orions and the origin of the P45 J-Rods. I'm sorry, P52 Orions and the P45 J-Rods. The different supposed future versions of us who were the quote-unquote aliens that crashed at Roswell. I guess the P- P-52s are the J-Rods, and supposedly that's the... No, P-52s are the Orions. Okay, so the P-45s are the, are the J-Rods, J-Rods, and those are the ones that Dan Burish supposedly talked to and interacted with while he was working for the government as a top-secret scientist. Now, the weird thing about that is when I looked at it, I immediately knew the Orion star. The, the constellation? Yes, the constellation. Okay. I immediately recognized it. And when I saw the J-Rod, I, I was like, I know that. So I pulled up the pictures When you saw from, the picture of the J-Rod? Yeah, the, the J-Rod, J-Rod constellation. Constellation, okay. I immediately recognized that too. And I was like, wait a second. So I pulled up from a previous episode where we talked about Betty and Barney Hill. And she created a star map. And I'm like, it's the same thing. 
So Betty Hill drew what a star map, which she says her alleged abductors were from. Were from, and the the I'm gonna mess this up. P forty fives, the P forty five, P forty five J rods, J rods. They came from the same constellation. I guess so. According to the lore. Yeah, it's just interesting. I remember when you when you saw that you mentioned it to me right away and I looked at it and I went, I would have never remembered what this looked like. So kudos I was like, to you. I know that. Like, I, I know, know this. I've seen this. I've, I've seen, seen this it. somewhere. And then you went and you pulled up and you yes. found it. Oh yeah, it was the Betty Hill drawing. Yeah. Very interesting. See, I do pay attention sometimes. I'll give you credit. You you definitely do. Now, was there anything else that you saw on that site? Now, okay, so we, we know about the P45s and the P52s. They also talk about, there's images, they talk about the different things on the floor and there's mention of man-made stargates where reverse engineer, uh, that were reversed engineered from mirror image. Reverse engineered? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll start again. Man-made stargates were reverse engineered from mirror image Sumerian cylinder seals. And they have a picture of, it looks almost Egyptian, like I guess it's Sumerian, somebody who's in this weird cylinder seal, like it's closed on the top and bottom. And then it has like arrows and like above and below a box and in the box is uh, that person and they're somewhere else. Fascinating. Yeah. Are you sure? Okay. I'm showing him. We'll link to this in the show notes too. We'll see. Maybe we can even put this on the website too. For people to look at. It's pretty interesting. And it's also said that in that room, when you walk in, I guess it's at the entranceway at the top, is a stuffed rabbit from Alice in Wonderland. And he has the stopwatch in his hand. Very interesting. Yeah, it's weird. The government likes to name their different projects after songs, after popular literary books and things like that. It's kind of kind of weird how that works. Do you think that the government likes to name it after that? Or maybe they spread out that information and plant the seed of the idea where it becomes something. Tomato, tomato. Chicken or egg. Yeah, who knows? Good question. I, I I don't have an opinion either way on that. I just know that that's a lot of their operations are named after popular songs or bands or... The looking Glass, mm-hmm. all that kind of, that came from a, a book, you know, so. And the fact that they have the rabbit, at, at, allegedly have the rabbit at, at this, in, yeah. this installation, it's kind of, they just, they do that kind of stuff. Maybe it's easy for them to remember. Maybe it's just their way of having fun. Maybe it's all completely made up and none of it's true. I don't know. It's all a work. It's, I don't know. It's all a work. Yeah, absolutely. But I found that interesting. So I wanted to share. So it's the livingmoon.com. And now, we'll, we'll put the information up. Yeah. So you, you talked about that, that being a Stargate or a teleportation mm-hmm. device. So what about the looking glass technology? Well, that allows you to, I guess, look into the future. They have this in the in this this thing that you're looking at. You're looking at Alice's floor. Yes. We're talking about the looking glass, and you're going off into teleportation and stargates. Well, remember at the beginning I said it seems confusing where some people th- say it's a teleportation device as well. 
So that's what this, this is? is saying this that is it's saying separate. that that's what it is? This is saying it's, oh my God, will you put your listening ears on? It's saying it's separate. The you're teleport- not being clear when no, you're explaining you're not things. No, There's you're not being clear. There's a teleportation device, which is the Einstein-Rosen bridge. So that's a looking glass? No, that's a teleportation device. So why are we talking about that? We're because supposed to talk about the looking glass. Two different things according to this. Jeez. Okay, so I get it's two different things. I get it, but do you? <laughs> but what about the looking glass stuff? It's that's a separate e- thing, and that's what I was explaining to so you. So are you going to explain the looking glass stuff? Oh that's my god, what I'm it's saying. what we've already talked about. Jeez. I fuck. I quit. What are you not getting? It's a device to look into the future or possible, like multiple futures. I'm I'm hitting stop because now I'm really. And we're back after taking a moment to calm ourselves down. (laughs) So as I explained to Alex, if you were listening, when we first started recording, one of the things I mentioned was some things I have read makes it sound like it's a teleportation device and or something to peer into the future. Here on this website, it, thelivingmoon.com the lists it as two separate things. There's the teleportation device, which is one thing, and then the looking glass device is a separate thing. Just pointing out this states it as two separate things. Okay, so what does this website say about the looking glass technology? Well, this, Which is what I was trying to ask you before. Well, this is one of the websites where it gets really technical, and I need Michio Kaku to come explain it to me like I'm five. Okay. Well, what did you get out of it, though? Well, like, you know, what was your understanding of it? The best that you, the, To the best of your ability, how can you explain it? I, I honestly, I don't. No, I don't know how to explain it. Cause it lets you look into the future. It lets you look into the but past. But here's the thing. They're what? talking about Project Galileo. They're talking about Project Aquarius. And it's like all these things are being merged together with what they're talking about. So I'm not seeing it saying, oh, this is exactly what we think it does. It's just talking about it in the different projects. And they're talking about like how it's made. Okay. How's it made? These are all. I don't have an engineering degree. There's like a map. It's like electromagnetic field spheres. Oh God, I can't even talk. Electromagnetic field spheres. So there's spheres. Something donut ring, donut support ring. All right. So anyway, gimbal shaft bearing. Okay. So it's almost like blueprints, sort of. Okay. Again, very interesting. But some of the stuff, it's not like. Like it's talking about it's um, a barrel housed within the center of a hole of a donut-shaped structure. During operation, argon gas was sprayed into the center of the rotating barrel. This was one of the places that said it used argon. Other places, other websites mentioned a possible gas. I think they maybe got the information from here. I don't know. Okay, so argon gas is mm-hmm. used. Beca- it's used, okay. and it's sprayed into the center of a rotating barrel. A number of powerful electromagnetic encircled... The barrel. Electromagnets. Mag- thank you. Electromagnets. You've had me so upset. I can't even read. Oh, I just can't read anyway. Never mind. <laughs> Trying to bring some humor here. Uh-huh. A number of powerful electromagnets encircle the barrel. And as the power is fluctuated into the magnets and the orientation of the magnets is changed, it dials into the probabilities within hyperspace, contacting wormholes to various probabilistic universes so it sounds like it's just going into like wormholes like 
reaching out places to see probabilities of the future. So getting essentially very... Various, various outcomes, yeah. I guess, so of the at, future, like multiple. So, if you believe in future. string theory, which yes. I guess is now like mainstream popular belief with physicists and scientists that the multiverse and string theory is a thing, they they actually all are pretty much have signed off on it and, and think that it exists. Then there are infinite universes, infinite realities, infinite dimensions where. There's infinite numbers of you and infinite possibilities and scenarios of things that and happen. maybe this lets you look at some of them, all of them. I don't know. If there's infinite, you can't see them all. I would think, right. And it would take you forever to see. So how do you zoom in on the most probable? <laughs> yeah. Which, again, makes me wonder, how can this even be a real thing? If, That's if, a good question. If, the, if theoretically this is how this technology works, how could this even be a real thing? Could it be? I don't know. Now, it makes me want to build one. Like, how do I get some electromagnets and some one. argon gas? <laughs> you can't even you can't even understand the the drawn out blueprint. But, but, you but they build have it. blueprints. I'll just like Google everything. Go on Amazon, right? I need Michio Kaka to explain everything to me like I'm five. But I'm gonna build one. I'm gonna build one and blow up my house by oh, accident. All right. You probably get on a government list just oh, for trying to buy some of the stuff. I'm sure. I'm like, look up. Okay, argon gas. Where can I buy that? You're now on a list. Right. <laughs> just by just by googling it i know it makes you like i have to be careful what i'm looking up i don't want to get put on any lists or anything oh please i'm sure we're on lists just for talking about some of this stuff i feel like in this day and age if you're not on a list like okay maybe maybe you're being too careful so maybe if you're you not on a list you're not doing it right yeah <laughs> and then i wonder okay how many lists are there or is it just one big list that they have gosh who knows these are the things i ponder yeah so what do you what would you do if you if this technology were real and you could look at it and you could look in, into a glass or, or a portal or whatever this is if it exists what are some things you'd like to go back let's go back in time if you go back in time and watch something what would you go back in time to look at something that happened in your life or would you is there some kind of a historical event that you'd like to witness I'd like to see Elvis live. All right. Okay. Can you watch like a videotape of, or a video of Elvis? But that's the thing. I guess it would kind of be like watching it on TV because I wouldn't really be there. You're not really there if you're- Well, some say it's like holographic, but still it's not the same. I don't know. The question is, do I really care enough to have to like watch something? Because I don't know. Well, would you want to go back and watch yourself being born for instance? Or maybe watch some kind of a relive a, a past moment of pride or of, of success. No. Or, or maybe go back and look at a past failure and just, I don't know. No. There's nothing? I don't trust it. I would destroy the device because I don't trust it. What would you do? I, I'd, I'd want to go back and see me being born just because that'd be just kind of paradoxy, paradoxical. Is that a word? Maybe. I would want to go back and watch myself walking down the hallway of the hotel on my way to meet you on our wedding day. On our way to the gazebo on the beach. Aww. Yeah, because I just want to see, because I remember being really nervous 
and I just want to see my face because obviously uh, it's not like I was looking in a mirror or anything as I was walking, but I just want to see like. You realize pictures were taken. No, not of me when I was alone walking down the 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 hallway and oh. going into the elevator and just all the stuff that was all the things that I was thinking and I I, I just want to go back and just just see like. I know what I was thinking. I remember all that, but I just want to see, like, what did I look like? What my was my face telling the story of what was going on in my head? Interesting. Yeah, I said, wow. Now that I mention all this stuff, it's like, wow. I, I I sound like I'm really self-absorbed, huh? Well, I was just thinking, would you want to go back and see yourself born, see your accomplishments? Why? I feel like it's super like egotistical if you want to go back and look at yourself. Uh, no, uh, maybe yes and no. I guess. I like to be really analytical of stuff of of myself, just because I'm always trying to improve in in different ways. So just going back and seeing, okay, I did this and and it turned out really well. What was I? What did I do leading up to that moment? And then going back and looking at like a quote unquote failure. What did I do leading up to that moment? And what can I learn from it? Looking back on it you know, in that way, if I was able to go back and look and just be like, okay, what if I, if I'd have done this differently, obviously you can't change the past, but just so you don't make the same kind of mistake or maybe understand why a certain behavior you do now stems from a certain point in your life. And you can maybe try to alter that behavior, tweak it a little bit, change it. Like I said, I'm always looking into ways of improving myself. So I don't know, maybe that's why. And maybe, maybe again, like I said, as I, as I speak, I'm like, wow, I, I must sound really self-absorbed. Mm. <laughs> and you're looking at me like, yeah, yeah, you are. You're an egomaniac. <laughs> I'm not at all, but, uh, stuff that didn't have to do with me. I, I'm, I'm answering the questions like that I asked you. Uh, so stuff that didn't have to do with me, I would probably want to go back and see, I'd want to be at like inaugural addresses of certain presidents. I'd want to see, I'd want to witness George Washington's inauguration, for example, if there was a way to do that. I'd like to just, just to see it, just to be like, oh, okay, this is what was said. I probably wouldn't understand what the hell they were saying because the vernacular was so different. Would you want to go back in time to the JFK assassination and see what you could see? Yes. Actually, that I was going to get to that. I would totally do that because... There is now new evidence that has come out. The Zapruder film has been altered. It yes, it's people have looked at it, people and, and it has been altered. There's frames that are missing. So you it's all the, the Zapruder film that's out there, there's frames that are missing. It has been doctored. And now there's people that are saying that the the JFK that was in the vehicle that got quote unquote shot, and I'm putting that in quotes because now there's people saying that. It was a dummy. It wasn't really a person that got shot. Yeah, I know. You give me the look, but it's a complete... I can understand a look-alike. Completely blows my mind, but this is what's being said. These are things that are that are being discovered now. It's it's crazy because you look at it and you look at the technology that we have now. Again, this, this all ties into looking glass because that's technology, right? Well, look at all the different technology we have now. Just on our computer, just on our phone. All these things that we can do, we can go back now and look at things that were on videotape and we can dissect them now and we can go through them and go, wow, this is what was passed off as fact back then because nobody could scrutinize it. Now I could just sit here on my phone and look at a video and I can slow down the frame rate and I can go in and I can look at 
all different okay, kinds of things. This is going to have to be another. I'm just another no, I know, but well, I'm just saying. That I want to get into it being a dummy, but we're talking about Project Looking Glass. Yeah, so but what else would you look at? This is why I'm saying I would go back to look at it. I'm explaining why. Jeez, why don't you? Anything else? You just go ahead. You talk. Don't. It's okay. No, no, go on. Okay. My humble apologies. I was explaining why that's someplace I, I'd want to go back and look. You're talking about technology yeah. where now you can scrutinize. We're talking this is about why the I would. Glass. This is why I would use the looking glass to go back to that event. That's all. That's okay. all I'm saying. What else would you want to look at? I would probably want to... Hmm. It's all, it's all like historical stuff that I'd want to know if it actually really happened the way that they, they quote unquote, said that it did. So the moon landing... Oh, we know that was BS. Come on. <laughs> but you want to want to go look? What am I going to look at? A soundstage in the desert somewhere? What am I going to look at? I don't. I don't buy that one for a minute. Um, but then, okay, so if it could be multiple realities, yeah, couldn't there be a reality where people really did go the, to the moon and p- where people didn't? So which one's correct? Boy, that's that's a great question. Mm. That's another mind blown moment mm. right now wow i'm really good at confusing people yeah you confuse yourself more than anybody else most Aww. of the time <laughs> no i just confuse you yeah well that's true that's that's definitely true do you think that this technology actually exists what what do you think i mean just r- right now blanket yes or no does it exist does it matter know. in what capacity or in what what version do you think it exists? Do you think we can actually? I'd say look no, because I just don't understand how you could tune into that with electromagnets, argon gas. Like I, I kind of understand the basics of it, but to get what you get with what they're saying, the final outcome is what you're actually supposed to be looking at. I just don't see that being real. I. It would be cool if it was. Oh, it'd be so cool if it was. I'm I'm on board with you. I don't th- I I don't think it exists. I think it's just another. What if so, you know somebody's imagination and and people kind of ran with with the concept and made up their own stories and theories from it. I don't think it exists personally. And there is also now the 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 person that I told you about um, earlier, Ernetti, mm-hmm. supposedly made a deathbed confession that the chronovisor he never actually made it. That he lied about it. Uh. Supposedly. Supposedly that was a deathbed confession. Whether or not you believe the story in any capacity, that is something I got to throw out there because that was also something that has been reported. Whether or not it's true, I don't know. But that's something that's out there as information that this guy said he built this this chronovisor and also confessed on his deathbed that he didn't. Again, take that for what it's worth. Well, and one of the other things I just wanted to mention was when you talk about the looking glass, you think of a mirror, you think of reflection. Yeah. And here they're using electromagnets. And one of the things that pops in my head is like a lot of people believe that mirrors can hold energy. Yes. And they can be used to trap energy. And so it makes me wonder like, why wouldn't you try using actual mirrors with you know may, what I mean? May, to, maybe, maybe if there is looking glass technology, maybe that's what they use. And all this other stuff is just to throw you off the scent. Hmm. I don't know. 
maybe who knows who knows but you're right that's that's something that people think that's those are beliefs that have been out for centuries that mirrors can trap energy and stuff like that yeah why, why wouldn't you do something like that i mean everybody i'm sure has done the thing where you hold up you stand in front of a mirror you hold the mirror up behind you and you kind of look into it and you could see it just infinitely going as far as i, I mean when i was a kid we used to have uh uh th- those um uh why can't i think of what it's called the uh medicine cabinet with the three mirrors and you yeah. can you open it up on the, we have one upstairs jeez uh, and I've never, I've honestly never done it in our own house, but you know, you open up the mirrors and you just kind of look into them and you can see all the different angles and just the, I want to run upstairs right now and try I, that. Yeah. Right. Well, cause like, but we, I have a small mirror. I hold it up to the mirror and I look at it through the small mirror so I can see the back of my hair, but I guess I never tried to look at it. I know mean, when I was a kid, I used to do that all the time in, in, in my, my parents' house growing up, I would always you would you would open one side of the mirror and you could look into it and you could you had to kind of look at it a certain way but you could see just infinite just back and forth a reflection off of a reflection off of a reflection etc cetera, etc cetera. I, I mean who knows who knows if if one of those reflections maybe is not a reflection of what you're seeing but it could be something completely different exactly I again back to the original like book by Lewis Carroll and the reflection and yeah so again, that's why... Who's it, to say? Yeah, that's why I just kind of wonder. I feel like you'd be using more of an actual mirror. Yeah, you could. it could be. I don't know. But as it stands, I don't think... I think this is just a fun story. It's a fun conspiracy. It's a fun what-if kind of a kind of a scenario. I don't think it's a real thing, personally. Yeah. I, Unfortunately. Like it's I say real. with a lot of things, I want it to be true. Yeah, it'd be, oh, be I, awesome. I want to believe. That'd be awesome. But yeah, no. The the logical, rational side of me takes over and goes, come on. Come on, dude. Mm. <laughs> Let's be real. Wah, wah. Yeah, well, what about teleportation technology? Think that exists? Mm, I don't know if I trust it. I didn't say trust. Do you think it exists? I don't know. Because are you like, and I wonder this with like, time travel what if you're teleporting or moving your consciousness not your physical body i think that would be more plausible i would agree with that but to move your physical body yeah it's too much room for error there yeah too much room for error there there's yeah yeah i agree maybe something with the consciousness yeah would be a little bit more plausible moving your consciousness elsewhere i mean think of astral projection yeah. You're moving your energy, your consciousness, yeah. other places. Yeah. You're not bound by your physical body. So I absolutely think you could travel consciousness, just not your physical body. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Do you have anything else you'd like to add about the Looking Glass, Project Looking Glass? We could talk about Stargates another time, like oh, really yeah. go, go like real in depth into them. But as far as like the Looking Glass itself... You don't think it really exists, but was there anything else you wanted to add on the topic? I just want to say there was another website, eraoflight.com, E-R-A-O-F-L-I-G-H-T.com. We'll and put that they, in the show notes. Yep, and we'll put the link in, and they talk about Project Looking Glass and the ghost net, and it was very interesting, so I think people should check that out too. Yeah, yeah, we'll link it for sure so you can check it out. 
lot of lot of interesting stuff on there. Again, oh, yeah. whether or not it's true, I don't know, but just interesting nonetheless. And that's what this show is all about. Just getting you to think about stuff, look into things on your own, yeah, though. Don't think. take anything we say. I mean, just because we say, yeah, we don't believe it, doesn't mean you don't have to. Doesn't I mean you could go and look at all the same stuff we looked at and go, holy crap, this is absolutely fascinating. This has got to be real. Look into stuff yourself. Don't listen to what we say. Make your own decisions. Make your own choices and your own be decisions. Be your own you. Yeah, you be you. Anyhow, check us out on our social media. Let us know what you think of what we talked about today or or what we've talked about in the past or if there's anything you'd like us to tackle in the future. I know we did a time travel episode months ago and we said we're going to come back to the subject. This was kind of time travel-y but not, not really. So we'll definitely be coming back and we'll talk some more about some fun time travel stories that are out there. Yes. One that I definitely want to talk about is the Madman Markham. You know about Madman Markham. So awesome. Such a great, it's a, it's a coast to coast AM with Art Bell. He was a guest several times. He, it's a fascinating story. We'll talk about it sometime soon. Maybe even next week. If I can, if I can convince you to, to listen like, to some of these shows. I don't remember this, but then I'm like, it's I probably so did. And then I completely forgot. So great. So great. But anyhow, feel free to please reach out to us on our social media. We've got a Twitter account. At Homewrecker Pod. Instagram. Homewrecker Podcast. And as always, you can visit us on our website. www.homewreckerpodcast.com. That's it right there. And don't forget to go over to iTunes and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And please take a moment and leave us a five-star review. It really helps us grow the show. It makes the show more visible, helps people to find us. And if they see multiple five-star reviews, they're going to go, oh, maybe we'll give these guys a shot. Yes, so please, please, please help us out by doing that. And also help us grow the show by just telling a friend or a family member or a coworker that you listen to the Homebreaker podcast and you really, really dig it. And I just want to throw out there, we have listeners from Mexico, Spain, Argentina, Italy, like all over the place, Sweden. We're worldwide, baby. We are. It's pretty neat. But it's pretty also cool. in the US, we have like a ton of listeners. I mean, New England listeners, because we're based in New Hampshire, but we have listeners from California, Michigan, Tennessee, Ohio, Virginia, Texas, New York, Georgia, Florida, Wisconsin, the Carolinas, like everywhere. It's wonderful. And yes. we can't thank you enough for listening. Shout out to everybody that listens. We really Shout appreciate it. Shout out to it. you guys. Yay. <laughs> you guys rock. So until next time, I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion. And I've been joined by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. And you've been listening to the Homewrecker Podcast. And I've seen it and kill himself. One pill makes you larger and one pill makes you small and the ones that mother gives you Rabbits, and you know you're 
has given you 